Section thirty two of the Wallet of K. Lung. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lynn Thompson. The Wallet of K. Lung by Ernest Brammer. Chapter nine The Ill Regulated Destiny of Kin Yen, the Picture Maker. Part one as recorded by himself before his sudden departure from peking owing to circumstances which are made plain in the following narrative there are moments in the life of a person when the saying of the wise ni hu that misfortune comes to all men and to most women is endowed with double force at such times the faithful child of the sun is a prey to the whitest and most funereal thoughts and even the inspired wisdom of his illustrious ancestors seems more than doubtful while the continued inactivity of the sacred dragon appears for the time to give colour to the scoffs of the western barbarian a little while ago these misgivings would have found no resting-place in the bosom of the writer now however but the matter must be made clear from the beginning the name of the despicable person who here sets forth his immature story is kin yen and he is a native of kialu in the province of chi kiang having purchased from a very aged man the position of hereditary instructor in the art of drawing birds and flowers he gave lessons in these accomplishments until he had saved sufficient money to journey to peking here it was his presumptuous intention to learn the art of drawing figures in order that he might illustrate printed leaves of a more distinguished class than those which would accept what true politeness compels him to call his exceedingly unsymmetrical pictures of birds and flowers accordingly when the time arrived he disposed of his hereditary instructorship having first ascertained in the interests of his pupils that his successor was a person of refined morals and great filial piety alas it is well written the road to eminence lies through the cheap and exceedingly uninviting eating-houses in spite of this person's great economy and of his having begged his way from kialu to peking in the guise of a pilgrim journeying to burn incense in the sacred temple of truth near that city when once within the latter place his tales melted away like the smile of a person of low class when he discovers that the mandarin's stern words were not intended as a jest moreover he found that the story-makers of peking receiving higher rewards than those at kialu considered themselves bound to introduce living creatures into all their tales and in consequence the very ornamental drawings of birds and flowers which he had entwined into a legend entitled the last fight of the heaven-sent cheng a story which had been entrusted to him for illustration as a test of his skill was returned to him with a communication in which the writer revealed his real meaning by stating contrary facts it therefore became necessary that he should become competent in the art of drawing figures without delay and with this object he called at the picture-room of tieng ling a person whose experience was so great that he could without discomfort to himself draw men and women of all classes both good and bad 
when the person who is setting forth this narrative revealed to Tiang Lin the utmost amount of money he could afford to give for instruction in the art of drawing living figures Tiang Lin's face became as overcast as the sky immediately before the great rains for in his ignorance of this incapable person's poverty he had treated him with equality and courtesy nor had he kept him waiting in the mean room on the plea that he was at that moment closeted with the sacred emperor however upon receiving an assurance that a rumor would be spread in which the number of tales should be multiplied by ten and that the sum itself should be brought in advance Tieng Lin promised to instruct this person in the art of drawing five characters which he said would be sufficient to illustrate all stories except those by the most expensive and highly rewarded storytellers men who have become so proficient that they not infrequently introduce a score or more of living persons into their tales without confusion after considerable deliberation this unassuming person selected the following characters judging them to be the most useful and the most readily applicable to all phases and situations in life one a bad person wearing a long dark pigtail and smoking an opium pipe his arms to be folded and his clothes new and very expensive two a woman of low class one who removes dust and useless things from the rooms of the over fastidious and of those who have long nails she to be carrying her trade signs 3 a person from Pi Ling endowed with qualities which cause the beholder to be amused this character to be especially designed to go with the short sayings which remove gravity 4 one who having incurred the displeasure of the sublime Emperor has been decapitated in consequence 5 an ordinary person of no striking or distinguished appearance one who can be safely introduced in all places and circumstances without great fear of detection after many months spent in constant practice and in taking measurements this unenviable person attained a very high degree of proficiency and could draw any of the five characters without hesitation with renewed hope therefore he again approached those who sit in easy chairs and concealing his identity for they are stiff at bending and when once a picture maker is classed as of no good he remains so to the end in spite of change he succeeded in getting entrusted with a story by the elegant and refined Kien Tao this writer as he remembered with distrust confines his distinguished efforts entirely to the doings of sailors and of those connected with the sea and this tale indeed he found upon reading to be the narrative of how a hang chow junk and its crew consisting mostly of aged persons were beguiled out of their course by an exceedingly ill-disposed dragon and wrecked upon an island of naked barbarians it was therefore with a somewhat heavy stomach that this person set himself the task of arranging his five characters so as to illustrate the words of the story the sayings of the ancient philosopher Te Lu are indeed very subtle and the truth of his remark after being disturbed in one's dignity by a mandarin's foot it is no unusual occurrence to fall flat on the face in crossing a muddy street was now apparent 
great as was the disadvantage owing to the nature of the five characters this became as nothing when it presently appeared that the avaricious and clay-souled tieng lin taking advantage of the blindness of this person's enthusiasm had taught him the figures so that they all gazed in the same direction in consequence of this it would have been impossible that two should be placed as in the act of conversing together had not the noble kien tao been inspired to write that his companions turned from him in horror this incident the ingenious person who is recording these facts made the subject of three separate drawings and having in one or two other places effected skilful changes in the writing so similar in style to the strokes of the illustrious kien tao as to be undetectable he found little difficulty in making use of all his characters the risks of the future however were too great to be run with impunity therefore it was arranged by means of money for this person was fast becoming acquainted with the ways of peking that an emissary from one who sat in an easy chair should call upon him for a conference the narrative of which appeared in this form in the peking printed leaves of thrice distilled truth the brilliant and amiable young picture-maker kin yen in spite of the immediate and universal success of his accomplished efforts is still quite rotund in intellect nor is he if we may use a form of speaking affected by our friends across the huang hei suffering from swollen feet a person with no recognized position but one who occasionally does inferior work of this nature for us recently surprised kin yen without warning and found him in his sumptuously appointed picture room busy with compasses and tracing paper about the place were scattered in elegant confusion several of his recent masterpieces from the subsequent conversation we are in a position to make it known that in future this refined and versatile person will confine himself entirely to illustrations of processions funerals armies on the march persons pursued by others and kindred subjects which appeal strongly to his imagination kin yen has severe emotions on the subject of individuality in art and does not hesitate to express himself forcibly with reference to those who are content to degrade the names of their ancestors by turning out what he wittily describes as so much of varied mediocrity the prominence obtained by this pleasantly composed notice for it was copied by others who were unaware of the circumstance of its origin had the desired effect in future when one of those who sit in easy chairs wished for a picture after the kind mentioned he would say to his lesser one oh send for the graceful and versatile kin yen he becomes inspired on the subject of funerals or persons escaping from prison or families walking to the temple or whatever it might be in that way this narrow-minded and illiterate person was soon both looked at and rich so that it was his daily practice to be carried in silk garments past the houses of those who had known him in poverty and on these occasions he would puff out his cheeks and pull his moustaches looking fiercely from side to side true are the words written in the elegant and distinguished book of verses beware lest when being kissed by the all-seeing emperor you step upon the elusive banana peel 
it was at the height of eminence in this altogether degraded person's career that he encountered the being who led him on to his present altogether too lamentable condition tien nung is the earthly name by which is known she who combines all the most illustrious attributes which have been possessed of women since the days of the divine fu he her father is a person of very gross habits and lives by selling inferior merchandise covered with some of good quality upon past occasions when under the direct influence of tien and in the hope of gaining some money benefit this person may have spoken of him in terms of praise and may even have recommended friends to entrust articles of value to him or to procure goods on his advice now however he records it as his unalterable decision that the father of tien nung is by profession a person who obtains goods by stratagem and that moreover it is impossible to gain an advantage over him on matters of exchange End of section 32